like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Give me cake. I will give it to you, and it's going to look like a cheeseburger, you idiot. I don't want a cheeseburger. I want cake. Give me cake-flavored, sized, shaped cake. I want a yeah. cake that looks like a cake. It is. It's just a cheeseburger cake. No! No, it's the it's the, it's the the cheeseburgers look like cake. I That's what you're what, not getting. What if you cut into a cake, and inside the cake was a cheeseburger? Like a normal cake-sized, cake shaped cake, and uh-huh. inside was a cheeseburger. That's an but it's still covered system. in frosting. It's still, it's still covered. But yeah, it's, it's a cheeseburger still, covered in fondant. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Covered in chewy, gross fondant that well, no one wants to eat. Little bit, little bit of uh, almond flavor. Mm. Marzipani. Marzipani. Yeah. It's princess mm. cake. Yeah. It's princess cheeseburger cake. No, nobody wants that. No, no I don't that. understand why everyone has to make... I love a big, beautiful, gorgeous dessert. I love to watch all the baking shows where people yep. make amazing things. Fuck yeah. I don't need a tissue box or a toilet paper roll yeah. to be cake, though. Like, okay. Have you ever tried wiping your ass with cake? Have you ever tried it? I feel like it's you know, very messy. I haven't. Have you, Bob? Yes. In your in your in your one and a half adult hippo poop history, yep, my, have, that's correct. Have you have you ever wiped your butt with? I cake? have. I've done it, and I don't recommend it. It's not great. Wait. It's a little smeary. A little. Yeah, it's like. A, I mean, maybe that's what the fondant's for. Oh, <laughs> that, that little bit of extra tensile wanna... strength really holds it together while you're wiping your ass. I feel like I found a, a use for fondant because you know what? It's not frosting. It's correct. Not frosting, which is a superior a s- coating. Yeah, as someone who loves frosting, I don't love a cake. I do love frosting. That's yes. why I love cookies with frosting on them. Yes, every birthday, cookie cake <laughs> I, with frosting. I like, a, I like a cookie cake. Yeah. Uh, but if you gave me a cookie cake and I cut into the cookie and it was cake inside, I would be upset. <laughs> because cut I was the, expecting a cookie. Cut into the cookie cake, cookie cake. Cut into the cookie, cheeseburger. <laughs> Cut into that toilet paper roll. Toilet, toilet paper. <laughs> and then, this is a this is a turducken of foods that are, don't mix. <laughs> no, turduckens don't really mix. That's just uh, uh, cake gross cook, on gross on gross. Cake cookberg. Yep. Keep paper. Going. Cake right. cookberg paper. <laughs> cake cookberg. Yeah. Toilet. Oh. I, I wouldn't need it. <laughs> that's no. all. That's what I'm saying. Is you don't want it. No. <laughs> Too confusing. Uh, yeah, What's let's cake? bring back. A lot of things are coming back, like the '90s are coming back. You know, like yeah. uh, like jelly shoes are popular again. Like scrunchies are popular again. Yep. Like, things from our youth are coming back. Let's bring back cake shaped cake. Cake, yeah, and vodka flavored vodka. Enough with the flavored fucking vodkas. Okay, what about cake flavored vodka? No, <laughs> no. If you want a cake flavor, you have your vodka, and then you have your slice of cake. Yeah. Just don't. No. (laughs) I don't want to drink a cake. I want to eat a cake. (laughs) I'm not a. I'm not afraid of a flavored vodka. It depends on the flavor, though. Cake, (sighs) no, thank you. 
I don't know, man. Like, just bring me back booze that tastes like booze, and it'll just get you drunk. Booze that's booze. Cake that's cake. Everything's getting too weird. It's I don't so- understand this future. I'm an old man. I'm scared and I'm frightened. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the corner shaking. I'm shaking. You don't know what it's like being me. Can On a two-hippo-sized mount of poo. <laughs> I've saved it. I've saved it. I've been saving it because I don't know when I'm going to need it to burn it for fuel because this world's going to shit. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Because my friends are going to come over to me on my pile of poo. And we're going to say, Hi! <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. I was, I was trying to get us there. We are You the got us there in the best way possible. <laughs> we're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We do not drink poop-flavored beer, but we do drink thematically appropriate beer. Yeah, and we eat cake-shaped cake. cake. Cake-shaped cake! We, I would say we drink booze flavored booze except this week our booze does not taste like booze it tastes like many things it's all over the place it's it's, it's a lot of things there are three very distinct two here there are two distinct flavors and one distinct smell there's beer in there it's buried in there you it can't get to beer. it it's an amber so we have a new brewery that we're featuring now for the yes. next four weeks four weeks we're going to be featuring brews from the dudes. The dudes. Hell yeah. The dudes. Yes. So, Which is another local uh, brewery out here for us in LA. Yes. They have three locations. Uh, their main brewery is in Torrance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe they also have a tasting room in Valencia and in Santa Monica. Ooh. Santa um, Monica. Santa Monica. So yes. Yeah, so this they week, have a, this is from their juice box series, which yes. is a whole series. Yep. Um, and it is uh, called Blood Orange Amber. It is definitely an amber. It looks like an amber. Yes. Yep. Definitely got some it's, blood orange in it, but it, it also has other weird stuff. It smells a lot of smells. Yep. We're going to get to it. We'll review the beer later, but just know that it is not booze flavored booze. No. So the inspiration, so Blood Orange, I thought, well, blood. where are Blood Oranges uh, grown? They're grown in Mediterranean climates. They're grown okay. in blood fields. To be fair, that is not what happened at all. What happened was, Melly sent me a text saying something to the effect of, so we're all set for demons, and then for the second episode, let's do like Italy because that's where they're grown. Yeah, and I wrote called- back, okay. <laughs> I'm actually going to read it because <laughs> it's amazing because Vanessa, not in my head. So I said, I quote. told her, I'm like, quote, going to do Sharon Rectory for demons. For the second episode, want to do something like Haunted Italy since that's where they grow or are most famous for growing. To which Tuna says, what grows in Italy? Demons? Demons. (laughs) (laughs) And then I had to clarify, blood oranges. Blood oranges. And I was down either way. You know what? You were were hardcore into Italy. You were like, I am down. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But you yes and did that. Yeah. I was like, I am confused, but sure. Let's do that. Because what had happened was podcast mom went to the (laughs) fridge, was staring at the beer whilst texting. And the the eye image... In my in my eyeballs did not transfer to. You my were not fingers. able to telepathically transmit the image she, of the can. She did later complain that we couldn't. Ju- I couldn't just exist in her head because I true. read that text like four times, being like, I don't understand Bitch, what the fuck you what you're about. asking of me. Well, and then I reread it when you're like, "What girls in Italy demons?" And I reread it. And I went, 
Wow, I'm dumb. But I was there for you. I was there to support you. You are the best friend. <laughs> I was like, sure, babe. That's what you want to do. So, yeah. They also grow demons in Italy. So, I was mm-hmm. fine. I mean, demons do grow in Italy, along with blood oranges. No, so blood oranges grow in Italy. So, we decided to do Haunted Italy. That's right. There's going to be so many accents in the pizza. It's a me, Italy. Yes. So, I'm up first this week. And yep. as my little treat to you, my story is not very long. However, it involves so many incredibly complex Italian names and I'm going to try oh, and read yes. all of them to you. Oh, I am yes. pumped. You're welcome. Yes. Here we go. Yes. So I'm going to tell you about Montebello Castle. Yes. It's starting out so, strong. Montebello is in the province of Rimini in yes. the village of Montebello. Okay, great. Oh, I've done pizza hands about 14 this times. This is whole so episode pretty. is pizza. Such an authentic episode. Yes, so Montebello Castle is perched on a high hill. You just place. have the hand in pizza you just formation. Have the, you can't it's see it, triangle. but she's got her hands pre-pizza <laughs> the whole time. Just the whole episode. Because she knows she's going to need them. <laughs> anyway. Okay, it's perched high on a hill, and it overlooks the entire town of Montebello. Yes. I'm not going to stop doing no, I don't want you to. Can't stop, it's won't my, stop. Yes. So, the first paperwork they have... I literally cannot stop doing it. I'm going to stop. The first paperwork they have concerning the castle, so like trying to figure out how old it is, like when it was built and stuff. We don't know that, but we do know that in, uh, in on September 24th of 1186, wow. it was sold Okay, from, uh, it was sold Giorgio from Pizza Hands. Uno Lincello mm-hmm. de Maltaleone mm-hmm. to... Giovanni Maltatesa. Yep. That was and great. The, that sounded yes. great to me. And the Maltatesa family is the original like uh, rulers of the Ramini area of Italy. So I they're see. like the feudal lords of this area. Mm, okay. Great. So whoever lived there before sold this castle to their boss. Right. Because the castle was overlooking they're all like, the I land that they were already They're like, I got fucking gambling debts. I just can't pay yeah. this. I'm going to give it. I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah. Uh, so then the Malta Testa family uh, owned the castle for three centuries. Damn. Um, and they really built it up. They made it big, huge. Fancy. Mexico paid for it. It was tremendous. Damn. Um, so it started out as basically it was like a fort, like a utilitarian fort to protect the town. But okay. they built it up into an actual castle and like added like place where they could live into it and added like turrets and grounds and all this beautiful stuff. Um so they spent 300 years making it into a bomb-ass fucking castle. Cool. Um, then it passed to Giovanni Francesco Guidi de Bagno. <laughs> That's almost de Baggins. Yeah. D, ba- D- D-I, yeah. Bagno, B-A-G-N-O is the last name. Yeah. I assume that's de Bagno. Yeah. Giovanni Francesco Guidi de Bagno. Pizza hands the whole time. That's right. Uh, so it. So well, Bologna's got a uh, Bologna. You don't say the, or do you say it the end in Italian? I don't know. Uh, you know what? Never go on with your story. I don't know anything <laughs> don't about Bologna. <laughs> I love that you I'm had. Just, a I mo- don't you know. Had a thought about Bologna, and you were like, "I'm gonna say it." I'm gonna so say it. Moved, I want to maybe start a conversation. So it moved from the Maltatesa family to the uh, De Baggins family uh-huh. uh, on June first of 1464. By the way, Italy. We need to keep fucking records, guys. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, the dates they have. That's I can't stop doing pizza, pizza hands. hands. I see myself in the in the FaceTime <laughs> now, and it's distracting. Uh, so it was given to the DeBaggins family as a reward from the Pope. 
oh. for defeating the Turks. Sig Sismando Raldolfo Maltatessa. The, the Six Sigma family. Of- <laughs> Six Six Sputnik has reared its ugly head again. Yeah. Just so for me. Was, is Sig, Sig, Sig Ismondo, I guess is his name. I love it. But he Sig was Ism- like the... Yeah, Sigismondo was like the current Maltatessa guy who was the feudal lord of the area. Uh, there, there was warring. Uh, this other company came through. Okay. They were defeat. They defeated the Maltatessa family. Okay. So then it was given to the DeBaggins family as like a Thank gift you. of war. Yeah, from cool. the Pope. So then it changed hands. Um, and then that family, the DeBaggins family, became the feudal lords of the Maltabello Valley. Cool. Congrats, um, man. Yeah, so the Guidi de Bagno family ruled the Montebello until 1797. Oh, shit. I'm so good with dates, guys. Yeah, dude. Really great. Till 1797, when, by the way, all of this is from a Italian Wikipedia page, which I then had to translate because the link wasn't working, so I keep copy-pasting it into Google Translate. Oh, holy so shit. It took a minute. Oh, boy. And the grammar wasn't great. No. So, uh, this may not even be the story. We don't know. Def- this is definitely the story. Okay. So in 1797, uh, there was a Napoleonic decree that ended feudalism. So oh. you no longer own people. You can't beef. You can't feud anybody. There's no more. Stop feuds. feuding. Um, so the but the De Baggins family still owns the castle and like huge chunks of land in the Montebello area. Mm-hmm. They just don't own the people anymore. They're mm. like the great. governor. They're not the feudal lord anymore. Great. Basically. Great. Great. Um, so, uh, but they still own the, the DeBaggins family still owns the castle to this day. Wow. Oh, wow. So it's been in the DeBaggins family since 1464. Holy shit. And, uh, the noble family, the DeBaggins family, uh, remained living in the castle. Oh, through hell yeah. All the fucking wars until World War II when it got bombed the shit out of and needed a ton of renovations. Uh, and so they they had to move out of it so that they could do all the renovations necessary. Well, and I figured by that point you got to update plumbing. Yeah. Well, they oh, had yeah. updated it over the years. They had updated it because it was, it was a militaristic stronghold, you know? like Because like, it started as a fort, so it had like an armory, it had barracks, it had right. like during all the wars it was a purposeful place. Mm-hmm. And it also was just this old ass family home. Yeah. Um, so they rebuilt it up and then the renovations took them through the 80s. So oh, it took them a long time to rebuild sure. it. Yeah. Um, well, maybe but, Italy shouldn't have been a shit during the war and we wouldn't yeah, have had to bomb you. Know, you. Yeah. I'm like, well. well. Also, yeah, had it for a long ass time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it, good, good excuse to get that asbestos out of the attic. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or take, strip that lead paint off. Right. You know? I mean, most Wait, of it it's was... the 80s. They definitely weren't stripping the lead paint they off. They were using no, no, the no, lead paint. No, no, no. They were paint. eating the lead paint. It was delicious. Yeah, delicious. Um, so the house is, it's still owned by the family, but the family doesn't live there anymore. Mm. It's a, like a museum and a okay. historical site now. Um, but it is full of that family's like original stuff, like oh. the artwork from the Renaissance. Oh shit. Like it has all the like original furniture. Old pants. It has all these like all, like all these mirrors Shoes. from like the 1400s and stuff. Dude. Um, because Shoes the family's- made out of leaves. <laughs> Old shit. Yeah, I'm sure they're all covered in poisons because oh, just yeah. arsenic and lead yeah. and everything. <laughs> there was no like federal any sort of protection agency no. or whatever. Um, but yeah, but I think it's so cool that because it stayed in one family for such a long time, they're literally like they have like the family chapel that basically hasn't been touched since the 1600s. Wow. 
Um, and it's like this, oh, this is like our our great, great, great uncle so-and-so who's a saint now and he is the patron of our chapel or whatever. Oh. It's so cool. Neat. Uh, so like I said, now it's open to the public for tours. Cool. Uh, you can go on tours. It is currently open. Oh. The website is very specific. You must wear a mask or you will be denied entry. So good job. Thank you. Italy's, Italy's doing a good job about that, though. Uh, they're also only admitting people uh, but together. My freedom! <laughs> they're only admitting people together in small groups. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're only letting one group at a time go through. Okay. Um, and it's pretty cheap. They do daytime tours for about seven pounds, um, oh. euros. Oh, okay. And uh, nighttime tours for around 15 euros. Okay. Um, cheaper for kids. Uh, they also, the, the nighttime tours are like very minimal at the moment just because it's harder to social distance in the dark apparently because lighting becomes an issue so as like a you safety just bump precaution, into people constantly well like so as a safety precaution they're like we're not going to do it because we don't need to and it's unsafe way to go italy like yeah you know Incredible. Uh, also also at the very bottom of the website they have this big sign that's like the castle is closed on snowy days Oh, okay, good. And it has all dogs days. are welcome. <gasps> it's hey! oh yay! But what if the what if the puppo takes a leak on like those you know still 15th allowed century still let him in all dogs are welcome. Yep, all dogs go to heaven. They're all, all good boys. All dogs go to Montebello Castle. Yeah, yeah. And, and whiz on and leak become shoes. feudal lords <laughs> because you're gonna be their kind and benevolent rulers. Yeah, as long as they so, get those scritches. Yeah. So speaking of feudal lords. The one ghost, and this castle is said to be haunted forever. Like, oh. everyone's been like, oh, yeah, that's that family castle, but it, it's haunted. Oh. And they they said there's, like, goblins that live in it, too, but, again, found no additional Damn information. I Why is lo- there no goblin information on the internet? I First need that you, goblin you content. Me with I really goblins, am looking for it. And now you tease me with actual goblins. Singleton? No. What are you no, doing? No, but I am going to tell you about the ghost that lives at the castle, and what? that is the ghost of Azurin. Ooh. Uh, so Azurina is, uh, her actual name is, I assume it's Gwendolina, but sure. it's like G-U-E-N. Yep. Gwendolina. 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 Gwendolina Malta Testa. Okay. Um, she was born in the castle in 1370. Whoa. Again, excellent record keeping. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so she was born to the Uno Lukaku. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was doing so well, guys. I was Look, doing so well. It still sounded with my very time. authentic taco to my ears. Is a tough name to say. Yeah, Uno Taco. Uh, One Taco is the dad mm-hmm. of Gwendolina, and Uno Taco is the current feudal lord of Montebello because okay. he's from the Malta Testa family. Um, so Gwendolina is the first child from this family, and the family's like super fucking jazzed. They're so excited. They. They had predicted that she was going to be a girl. They did their like, I'm sure they're like asked Jesus and Jesus told them it's gonna be a girl. Right. And they were like, we don't care. We're so excited. We're gonna love our our baby no matter what. And then the baby is born and little Gwendolina is albino. Oh, she's very white. Mm. She's very white. Um, so she's born with incredibly pale skin, like these brilliant, striking, pale blue eyes, and completely shockingly white hair. Okay. Okay. Um, so now at this point, so we're in the 1300s Clearly in Italy. she's a demon. 
Yes. So albinos were thought to be demonic or vessels of the devil. So this is like literally like the devil being born. Um, so they used to just kill albinos if they came across them. Oh, jeez. Because they're, de- they're demons. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get evil. it. Yeah, especially women albinos because Ew. they were like, well, they're witches and they fucked the devil and they're definitely bad and they're going to make more albino babies and we have to kill them all. Yep. yep, um, yep. So this was just like, this is just what you did when you had an albino baby. You just immediately killed it. Uh, most commonly by throwing it in the fire. Oh my God. Yes. But well, the Maltatesta family, family are the lords of this area. And they're like, fuck you. This is our first child and we love her. And this she's our sweet baby girl. Perfect yeah. the way she is. Good for them. And so them. they were just like, nope, she's not a demon. She's a perfect, sweet little baby angel. And we love her. Yes. Um, so Spoiler she, alert, she was not. She was a witch. She was and a she, demon. It destroyed no, the entire town. No, no, she's an incredibly sweet little girl. She brought the plug. Um, every, everybody loves her. She like runs around town, and everyone's just like, "Oh, like there's little Gwendolina," um, but uh, and she like grows up fairly normally as as much as you can, being the daughter of a feudal lord in the 1300s. Yeah. Um, but uh, at some point when she was about four or five years old. Um, her mom, she started to be concerned that she didn't look like the rest of her family because her family's fucking Italian. Yeah. So her mom took this mixture of like herbs and dyes and tried to dye Gwendolina's hair black like okay. the rest of the family. Uh-huh. But like uh, albino hair is not like normal hair. And so it, it doesn't have the same porousness. So it doesn't hold the dye. Oh. In mm. a way that normal hair would. So she so just it, like, looked a, like the little girl from the fucking te- the ring where it's just black They were and trying drippy. to make her look like Samara from Jesus the ring. Jesus funny, funny story. That was actually the same blend that the colonel used on the original recipe Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Secret herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lemon herbs and spices. Her hair smelled amazing. Yeah. So she that's part of the reason that they were able to get the town to accept her is that she, she s- smelled like delicious. delicious fried chicken at <laughs> all times. She went, she, the whole town's they, that's why they're trying to throw her on the fire. They yeah, want they they want to cook her up. Gotta get that extra tasty crispy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So the dye like almost immediately comes out of her hair, but not all of it. So it leaves the hair this sort of like pale turquoisey blue. Oh, okay. Hence so the name Azarina. Sweet. So now she's this little albino little five year old girl with fucking blue hair. I like and that's her. what Azurina because Azurina means like uh, like loved little blue one, like yeah. cute little blue one. In Italian. Um, so, and, and again, like, everyone seems to like her. Uh, like, her family was concerned that someone was going to come in and try and murder her. Because right. she's If they don't the know devil. the situation, yeah. they're yeah. just going to come and kill. Oh, we're, we're not um, killing this one? We're not killing? Because I came we, here to kill the albino. Because that's what wait, we do so here the, in Italy. so the poor babies we kill, but your rich baby is fine? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm telling you. She's fine. Look at her cute blue hair. She's fine. Yeah, She's a little she, punk rocker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Punk rock girls are totally fine. Yeah, she put some Arctic Fox in. It's fine. It's vegan. Yep. <laughs> um, so because the family was like nervous that someone would come and try and kill Azurina, they gave her two guards that just went everywhere with her. Mm. Um, pretty much from birth, they just followed her around and they became like 
like not really playmates, but like they became kind of like her friends. Oh, like she was very close to them, and they were very close to her. And because she, she's this, she's like this cute, beloved little child. Like yeah. she's a little five year old. Yeah, and 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 she's not jerky. Like everybody just loves her. Everyone seems to. All the That's records nice. seem to say that she was like a very well loved little girl. Um, but so um, on June twenty first, again, fucking records. June twenty first, thirteen seventy five. So Azadine is five years old. Yep. Her dad is away warring. He's doing a war. Okay. Don't know why. Doing dad Ma- stuff. Mom is, I don't know where. She's um, knitting. She's doing some mom stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Azurina has her little two guards with her. Yeah. And she's playing in the courtyard of the castle. And she's hanging out. She's playing with her favorite toy, which was a ball of rags. Okay. Yep. Man. That sounds like fun. <laughs> My favorite toy was Barbie's. But I get it. Kids also, she's the rich kid. The kids yeah. today don't respect what you got. When I was a kid, we had a ball of rags and we All played right. with and we liked it. If you were lucky, you had a ball of rags. Only the rich kids had the yeah, ball of rags. The rich and we were wealthy. <laughs> the the, the so poor kids playing. just played with their own shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> poor kids played with their peckers. That's what we did back in the olden if, times. If they're lucky enough to have a pecker. Yeah, you didn't. You did some other weird thing with your genitals. <laughs> Boozerver's <laughs> This is the kind of content you can expect. <laughs> oh my god. I got a real good pecker. <laughs> Boozerver's nice. Yeah. Um, so Azulina's playing with her favorite ball of rags. Yep. Number eight number one rags. Um she's hanging out playing in the courtyard. Her like two little watcher boys are like watching over her, and her ball of rags like falls down the stairs into like sort of the basement area of the castle in what everything called the ice room. Sure. Yep. Sure. So sure. Like I'm gonna guess it's where the it's the refrigerator room. Yeah. Or that's where of, Val Kilmer is of the castle. Yeah. <laughs> Iceman is yeah, down it's there. Yeah. Just in the that's where he lives. Cool it, Maverick. <laughs> um. So I like it her, because you're dangerous. <laughs> so her little her little ball of rags like blop 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 down the stairs. So then Azarina goes down the stairs after it. The guards hear her scream. Oh God. And they're like shit. They run in after her. She's gone. Oh. Oh my God. There's no, and the, the ice room is a closed room. Like it's a dead end. She fell into a portal to hell. And she's Devil not came there. and took her back. Um, she's not there. Um, and the, they immediately like start searching. They can't find her anywhere. Dad comes back from his war. How do you explain oh, to him? So we lost your kid. I know. Oh, they, uh, they did find the, the rag ball though. <laughs> Look, it's a good news and a bad news. We lost your daughter. We got the rag ball. We managed to save the ball. Oh boy. Um. So dad comes back from war. He doesn't believe that she just went missing. He's like, these men definitely did something to my daughter and has them executed immediately. Oh shit! And they were her friends. And and everyone's like, they would never have done anything to her. I think it's just. He was a feudal lord. He could do yeah, he yeah. Does what, what he wants. wants. He, and he was mad. He was right. an upset father. Exactly. And that's how he lashed out by killing the two people who were close who to saw his her last. Yeah. Then he sent the whole town of Montebello into like a search to find his daughter. They searched for months. Wow. They never found her. They never found her body. And they never found a way to get out of the ice room. I like, told you a portal to hell opened up and the devil swallowed her back and took her back home. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've never never see, found her again. Damn. Uh, but don't worry. 
she comes back to visit. Okay, good. You know what? I'm glad she got lost, but she still found her way to temporarily come back. Yeah, so June 21st, 1375, the day she went missing, was the summer solstice that year. Okay. So every five years, she's five years old, every five years on the summer solstice, she comes back. Oh, and she comes so every five years on the summer solstice, uh, she comes back. They uh, like the family who used to live in the house for centuries and centuries. We're like, yeah, she comes back. You see her that night in the courtyard. You'll see like a little girl with bright blue hair. Oh, just playing around in the courtyard, looking for or that rag like, ball. You'll like hear her giggling and playing and stuff. Sometimes you'll hear um, her crying, or like you'll hear the scream again. Oh. Um, and sometimes you'll hear her little like footy steps down the steps into the ice oh, room. Oh, into to her fucking devil yeah. room. So it's kind of a big deal to be invited to uh, like capture, ghost capture, you know, uh, f- at the castle because it's once every five years. It's right. one night every five years. So it's like a pretty hot ticket. Yeah, And man. they only started letting other people, they used to have like family parties where people could come. Let's um, look for the o- dead girl. They only started letting other people come in in like the 90s. Okay. Um, and they've never let anyone capture video um, because some reason they feel like Azurina doesn't want her picture out there. You know, <laughs> trying to protect her privacy. They really need to protect to protect a, what, 700-year-old ghost? Yeah, that shit's going up on Facebook. You can't, you, 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 you lose control of it after that. Yeah, fucking Mark Zuckerberg out there yeah, fucking the jacking fucking into it or some shit. facial recognition software now. They yeah, no, we just, we just can't do um, that. So it's only audio. You can find a bunch of audio clips online, but it's hard because it's just audio. So you'll hear like, crackling audio and like night noises and then like a little laugh or like footsteps but but that could be again, anybody because it's just and you'll hear people be like oh you know right but because it's just odd like you, you don't it, do, so it doesn't seem that impressive proof, man yeah so there's no there's absolutely no visual proof because the family has never let anyone take a picture of well, her I feel like that's how protected to- they are of their little azurina Um, But it's like a very well-known thing within this area. And so this summer, uh, 2020, was the five year. Oh, shit. Because it's it's every five years and it's on the fives. Yeah. Um, The baggage went in. So this summer was going to be, no, they canceled. It's a pandemic. And they were like, no, it's unsafe. She'll be back in five years. And we want everyone else to be here in five years to see her. So it's fucking canceled. So you can fucking wait. She yeah. shows up expecting a crowd. She was like, no where's one's my there? fucking... What? Guys, I want my rag ball. But where's the rag ball? Where's everybody about to go? Do, I learned to do a cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no one watching me? Exactly. You're bringing uh, me skates for the ice room. But so that is the story of Montebello Castle. And they're like most famous ghost resident, Little Azulina. Which I was like... The ghost of a little albino girl is fucking baller. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty spooky too because like hair. she's already real white. Yeah, and the castle just ate her. Yeah. yeah Where it, did she go? It got she got eaten. Back by. from when she came to the very living rock. Ah, Dice. Oh my god, she's Elsa. <laughs> oh yeah. She's frozen. Oh. Yeah. She went to Arendelle. She really. Yep. She super duper wanted to build a snowman, but she couldn't because she had a rag ball. <laughs> Anyway, that's my story. So stick around. <laughs> Melly's got a haunted Italy story for us coming up. Yep. 
Hey everybody, it's your old panel engineer Bob. Guess what? I smell like fried chicken too. Hey, guess what? We've got a great email where you can tell us, send us a bunch of suggestions for future shows. There's maybe scary stories. There's something. Like, hey, you want us to talk about ghost adventures? A particular episode that you like? Hey, booze and booze podcast at gmail.com. We've also got a Patreon, patreon.com slash booze and booze, where you can enjoy audio episodes, video episodes, show sketches that I do during the middle of these shows. It's great. You can't beat it anywhere on the internet. I'm telling you, go other places. It sucks compared to what we do. Hey, guess what? We've also got a bunch of great social media websites where you can come and talk to us on the internet. We've got an Instagram at we got a Facebook at and we've got a Twitter at Alright, that's it from back to the show. <laughs> Alright, let's do a second story. Did a story. Alright. Alright, is this and now, are, we, are we venturing further head. into Italy right now? Oh, we really, really are. I couldn't hear you and I think I talked over you the entire time. Did you say something hilarious, Tuna? No. Oh, well, now I feel bad. <laughs> you fucking asshole. No. Don't, you just. I'll just sit here silently. That's fine. <laughs> ah, finally, the show that we've all wanted. It's me. It's Engineer Bob. It's time for me to talk about my favorite stuff. Hey, do you guys like poop? Let's talk about poop. It's so all funny. Right, stop. What? Oh, okay. So we're we're back in Italy. We're back in the Italian groove. Cool. And I'm here to tell. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. Just huh? tell a story. It's fine. It's fine. It's not like my show. All right. What's up? So I'm going to tell you about the botanical garden of Luca, or Lucha. Could be anything. Lucha Libre. I don't Love know. It. It's Lucha. It's, is it? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to say Lucha. I like Luca because that's how it's spelled. Luca. Luca. So the city of Lucha. It's a me, Luca. Wario. Uh, the city of Lucha, located in the Tuscany region of Italy, uh. can trace its origins back to at least 150 B.C., when it became a Roman colony. Again, oh. Italians with their history. Yeah, like, man. They like goes, it. This goes Great real far bookkeeping. back. Uh, they got was, those fucking receipts Italy does, they man. They really do. They I wonder like, if that traces back to like early Rome or something like that. Because of, you know, the... They definitely know. go they, they back were, to early Rome. Those guys Rome. like to keep records as well. Uh, it was the location of a conference that solidified an informal alliance between Julius Caesar. Heard of him. <laughs> Pompey and Crassus in 56 BC. Oh, it was called the okay. Lucha Conference. The Lucha Conference. Yep, that's right. Uh, it became prosperous. It's a me, Mark Anthony. <laughs> it became a uh, fuck. Pro- you Caesar. <laughs> became prosperous through. I got a fuck silk, Cleopatra. Silk trade in the 11th century, um, and it rivaled Florence as supreme cool city of Tuscany during awesome. the 1300s. It probably still does. Probably uh, was sold by Louis of Bavaria. To a rich uh, Genoese named Gerardi, nope, Gerardino Spinola in 1408, who then had the city... Gerald Spinney. Yep, Spinney Gerald. (laughs) Old Spinning Gerald. Old Spinney Gerald. Spinning Gerald uh, was... He's over there twirling. Yeah, just loves crazy. Uh, Spinning Gerald didn't do well holding it. Uh, The city was seized from him by King John of Bohemia. Oh, mm. King John. Later, Those stupid fucking hippies. They're so good at war. So good yeah. at war. King John later pawned the city to the Rossi of Parma. Oh, Parma. Then, fan of your ham. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Ham fans. Seated the city. Big ham fan. To Mastino <laughs> Il de Scala of Verona. These names are amazing. You're doing such a good job. Also, listeners, she's also continually doing pizza. Oh, yeah. I have to. You have to when you do the accent. When you do the name, you can't I, do the how, name. I don't know how Italians live their lives. Like with just pizza hands. They do with pizza hands, my dude. Oh God. 
So Mr. Della Scala sold the city to the Florentines, thus ending the cool supremacy of Lucha, because now they are owned by Florence. Oh, so now they're one and the same. Right. Who now then, they're now they're Taco Bell and McDonald's. Right. Or the KFC Taco by, Bell. Owned yeah, they're both owned by Yum Pizza Foods Taco now. Bell. That's it. They're all they're all Yum Foods. Yeah. Uh, the Florentines surrendered the city to the Pisans and their Leaning Tower. Mm. Uh, Emperor Charles IV liberated them. And during the 16th century, the Lucchese's built a wall. A big, glorious, tremendous wall was that it Mexico tremendous? paid it huge? for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Did tremendous. Bavaria it was paid huge. for it? Did the Bavarians Mexico paid for it. Paid for it. <laughs> yeah, the Bavarians paid for it. Uh, and the reason I mentioned the wall is that it still exists to this day. So it uh, was built in the 16th century. It still circles the old part of Lucha. That's funny because the wall that Trump built is gone. It's gone. It's disintegrated. That's the difference between bullshit and protection. Yeah, they built a real good wall. Yeah, because that was really meant to protect people from bad, you know, from wars, whereas ours is some bad hombres of racism. (laughs) Got protected for some bad hombres. Some bad, (laughs) yeah, some bad hombres. So, uh, they tried real, real hard after Emperor Charles IV liberated them, but to be independent, but but that just didn't happen is it is it charles of italy because that's not a very italian name it is emperor roman emperor holy oh, roman emperor charles the f- carlo uh, they carlo have, lucchese yeah there was a lot of uh german influence yeah i was like Bavarians. i noticed bavaria bohemia yeah, yeah. there's a lot of uh german influence Car- is again, it carlo lucchese or is it charles pretzels charles <laughs> yes. pretzels Chucky pretzels. Chucky pretzels. In 1805, Lucha was conquered by Napoleon, who installed a douche run by Princess Maria Luisa of Spain. Oh, Princess Maria's got the best douche. Yeah, she's... Mm-hmm. Her douche definitely she smells good. often. You know, it's throwing off her pH, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm, but it's so mm-hmm. worth it because she just does not get... Um, Strawberry smells. Yeast infections. And you know, that can just ruin a good... Strawberry. Was no, a bridge I, too I far. don't know how any of it works, you guys. <laughs> I don't you're understand like, the plumbing. Like, Look, I'm a fan of vaginas that smell like strawberry. Yep. <laughs> just saying. I don't know. I think it's the citrus fruit of it all. I just don't think that would pair well. No, no. probably not. Maybe like a fresh, fresh summer son of a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Literally a summer's eve. Yeah. <laughs> So it was uh, run by Princess Maria Luisa of Spain and her son, Charles II. And in 1860, Lucha finally totally lost its independence because there was some sort of um, agreement made that while Maria Luisa's family was alive, the douchey would be run by them. So in 1860, Oh, so when her line ended. Yeah, so it ended after Charles number two. He had no heirs. He couldn't fuck. No, or I think he could fuck, but his kids couldn't live. Oh, maybe he just liked it in the butt. That could also be. Maybe he liked Maybe he liked to fuck. He just didn't like to fuck. Maybe he liked to fuck ladies, just only in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And then again. Trying to make them butt babies. It doesn't work. Which didn't work out. It didn't it's work not. out. So in 1860, Lucha finally totally lost its independence, becoming part of the Kingdom of Sardinia. And in um, 1861, finally became part of the Italian state. So Lucha wasn't part of Italy until 1861, even though it's as old as 150 BC. Which is crazy because Tuscany is like solidly in the middle of Italy. Yeah. It's, like it's not like some weird, it's not like way down on the toe of the boot or whatever. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's way up high in the calf. You yeah. know? It's, <laughs> it's, it's in the like calf right. Region. 
it's right in the middle of Italy. It's it's like knee adjacent. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. the cuff of the boot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's when they finally became part of Italy, which I thought was pretty crazy. But the history of Lucha, amazing. Yeah, they I love it. It are was pawned, really good it was sold. at old. I know. I was like, they lost it in a poker game. For real. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Um, well, I'm sure people will argue that uh, Puccini who is the composer of La Boheme, uh-huh, uh-huh. is the most famous Lucchese person. Okay. Uh, I am going to submit for uh, your uh, consideration one Lucida Manzi. Okay. Um, okay. So Cheeto manja. Eat yeah. Cheetos. Yeah. She, eat Cheetos. Loved, she loved flaming hot she Cheetos. She loved to manja those Cheetos. Yes. So, and she's famous for what? So Lucida was eat a normal... Cheetos! Yeah. She's the Cheeto lady. Well, I do like flaming hot Cheetos. Spoiler. And I saw La Boheme and it was a it was a downer. Look, she also she she likes her 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 first sona is Chester the Cheetah. Yeah. Delicious. She no, literally flaming hot. We'll get to that at the end of this. So Oh no. Luchita. So uh Luchita was a noble woman who was first married at the age of twenty two to a man named Vincenzo de Verzi, who was assassinated okay. early on in their marriage. Sure uh, he was. But, yeah, but have no fear. Uh, Lucita soon remarried an old wealthy man named Gaspari Di Nicolo Manzi. I'm really feeling Lucita. I'm really a fan of Lucita. I'm on board. Yeah. So uh, whose family, so the Manzi family made their fortune trading silk. And because of their extreme age difference, because she's in her 20s and he was, what did they say, like much older. So I'm thinking like an Anna Nicole Smith sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, rumors about their marriage began almost instantly because how could this young woman be sexually attracted to this thing. well that dude had also, a hog no well, also, but also women didn't loaded. have to be sexually attracted to their husbands they just had to be married off to them that was their whole job well yeah i mean here's the thing she had expensive tastes he had mm-hmm. money and a hog and a hog so there you go that he couldn't get up because it's so he, ye old times he was ye older yeah in times. it was too big if he had a, if he got a boner he passed out no, so in addition to... He lost all blood flow. Well, all, blo- all, all the blood, blood went directly into the penis. There's nothing left for his brain. <laughs> Boozabur's nice. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> in addition to the age difference being so significant, uh, Lucita was also gorgeous, and she knew it. Of course she fucking was. Um, She's a queen. Yes. So obviously having married Monzi for money, Lucita obviously immediately began fucking around. Yeah, because man. that is what you do because Hell girlfriend's yeah. got to get her own. Go get because it. she's young and hot. Young and, and hot. And she wants to fuck. Yes. And fuck it, she Chita. did. But her Meet reputation. Meet hot young singles in your area. Click now for butts. Touch them. <laughs> Booze and bruise nice. Yum. <laughs> so her Yum. Bu- <laughs> I don't know. Mm, butts. So obviously Luchita's reputation was very important because you didn't want to lose Mr. Moneybags. No. But you also yeah. wanted to make sure that you were still well, because again, this is the 1600s. So you kind of want to make sure that you're not, you know. You got to have a little aside. bit of distress- discretion. Well, yeah, it's very yeah. Catholic, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. So she made sure that none of these boys would kiss and tell. How so? How did she do ask? that? Oh, I have Simple. theories. She would have them killed. So, Hell yeah. what I'm she would it. do is uh, they would bone, 
They'd have their massive boning sesh, and then she would then lure them to a trap door in her house, which would open, and these poor dumb boys would fall into a pit filled with knives. <laughs> She's basically oh like a praying mantis. Yeah. She like mates and then kills them. Mates and kills. But and she then had puts a them in her knife knives room. Knives in her house. Knives that she had. That fucking whips ass. And they like, fall they, in uh, and like, die. Like he's just fucked. Yep. He's so sleepy. He's so All sleepy. he wants is a nap and a sandwich. Right. And she's like, oh, here's my nap and sandwich room. Come yeah, right over here. Hop on into the nap and sandwich room. <laughs> ah, Opens and squish. And then. Um, so bodies removed, reputation intact. You know, she could go about her business. Uh, unfortunately for Yeah, Luchita, man, dead man, tell no tales. Word. So, but unfortunately for Lucita, her vanity would be her downfall. Oh. Um, as mentioned, she'd be pretty. Um, but she was obsessed with her beauty. Of course she is. She was so obsessed that she made sure that there were mirrors everywhere. Her house had a room that was nothing but. So she could go in and just look at herself. She like living in a day. fun house where one really? of the rooms is substantially less fun because it's full of knives. Right. <laughs> so that's not where the knives room is. The mirror room. Maybe they're adjacent. You don't know. Could be. Who Knife knows? Room Maybe she adjacent. Likes- Yes. Maybe she likes to murder them and then immediately see her reaction to oh, it from 17 angles. Maybe. Yeah, she just like passes through to be like make the shocked face. Yeah. Oh no, Vincenzo oh. is, he's gone missing. Oh, I wonder where he could have gone. Where could oh. he have gone? Such a I handsome I thought she was going to start. Life cut short. I thought she was going to start pulling yeah, a, a pun. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth uh, Bathory or Bathory, however you say it, uh, and start like bathing in their blood and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. I no. thought she was going to pull a Bathory. No, she, what she does. She, she go look in the mirror and be like, I'd die to fuck me. That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I don't, have, I don't um, feel bad about it. You yeah, know she, what? They died happy. Yeah, they did. They died very I mean, happy. They, let, let, <laughs> they died they were, exhausted. They were happy and then they died. Let's say that. I yeah. don't know if they died happily because being impaled on a bunch of knives feels like it wouldn't be quick. That doesn't sound fun, um, but the fun Also, happened you're before. like next to the guy she just fucked the night before who's like yeah. barely clinging to life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, many, how many people were still down? Like, how many people were at the bottom of that thing? I think they like, cleaned it She's got servants who for clean, that. Who cleaned that? I don't know. Her handmaidens, man. <laughs> yeah, man. They won't that was the original Handmaid's Tale. She's a fucking feudal lord, you know? She'd yeah. do whatever. Go, go clean fuck. out my knife pit. Right. What happened? Oh, it's not a euphemism. You know what? That's less fell. horrifying than the uh, Atwood Handmaid's Tale, so. Yeah. yeah. No, and then she could just explain, like, oh, they tripped and fell as I was giving them a tour of the mirror room. I tripped and fell on their dick, then they tripped and fell on my knives. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. There's a lot There's a lot of uneven stones yeah, on this floor. Yeah, it's the cobblestones, so man. It's... it's really scary yeah. um but she also uh, the rumor was that she had placed a, a mirror inside her bible so she could still look at herself while at church inside her vagina <laughs> inside her own butt well you know she's like what do i look like down there what do i look like when i'm pooping good With i look poop. good i look good it's I all good i'm looking great they're all good dogs brent um but yeah she wanted to make sure she was looking fine for jesus but jesus wasn't what caused her downfall? Hot for Christ. Okay. No, it was his number one devil, uh, number one rival, the devil. Oh, the devil. Heard of him? Uh, because back then there was no Botox. There was no plastic surgery. So obviously what happens is as a woman ages, her beauty uh, falls. Yeah. Faces so, fall. so at 30, she's an old lady. Exactly. Yeah. And so she's probably starting to look like a 30-year-old woman. And for somebody who is so vain... 
that's not gonna stand. She can't have it. She oh, can't so she's have gonna it. call up the devil and say, "Yo, give me some yeast yeah. and beauty, right?" That's yeah. Not what so, she said. so the devil. Yeah, Let me give it some you. Then I'll be Yes. So I give you pizza. The devil. Um, I give you my mirror vagina. He came to her and said, "Look, I will give you thirty years of beauty for your soul." And she's like, "Sounds That's like a, a good, good deal. fucking deal." That's not a That's terrible a deal. deal. Deal made. I mean, so, maybe 35, 40, I would have haggled a little bit, you know? Eh, That's you know, just me. But again, yeah. this is the 1600s. Yeah, I mean, really get your soul's worth. So if she's in her 40s, my God, she's outlived. She's probably you know? dead. Yeah, at that point. So 30 years have passed. And now the devil's coming. He's coming to call it. He wants his soul. He and says, Luchita, knock, knock. Knock, Luchita. knock, bitch. Give me knock, my knock, cheetah. Where's my... And give he, me. I'm hungry. Nom, nom. Yeah. And at that point, she goes, well, fuck. I didn't. I don't want to die. That's, that's not what she said. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to die. So she decided, you know what? I'm going to run from the devil. I'm oh, a, I'm that not always let ends him. well. What? That always ends well. Yeah. So she was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give you my soul. I'm going to run away. But unfortunately for Luchita, the night she decided to run away uh, from the devil, it was a dark and stormy night. And of course it was. Hopped, of course. And she hopped into her carriage and was oh, racing. Oh, I, I thought you were going to be like, she tripped and fell into her knife room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dramatic irony. <laughs> ah, no. So she uh, hopped into her carriage and was racing around the walls of the city when a flash of lightning. She's just doing laps yeah, She's just like going trying to get away from the devil. She's just, she's just, just playing away. Mario Kart around the fucking yes, city. Yes, because she's hoping that he's going to slip on a banana peel. And fall. <laughs> she's throwing she bananas. She throws that fucking shell at him, man. Fucking turtles. Just yes. throwing turtles. What happened to all of my red turtles? <laughs> and the banana. Peel, I gotta get to the star first. Anything. Beep, 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 beep. Right. So if she can survive the two and a half minute race, the devil wouldn't get her soul. Sure. Yeah. No. But what happened was there was a flash of lightning that spookied her horse, which caused him to freak out, and the carriage crashed, killing Luchita. Oh, oh no, she got carriage smoosh. She got carriage smoosh. Whoopsie duty. But that is not the end of Luchita. Oh no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh she is said to haunt the Oh my god, is she a sexy ghost? No. Damn it. Oh. I mean she's I was like, did Zach Baggins try and fuck her? Because this seems like Zach Baggins would I definitely mean, try so and fuck her. She's still pretty in still the afterlife, good. but she's not one to want to fuck. Okay. She's but not she DTS. She has, you know why? She's not. She hasn't. Yet. She hasn't met Zach Baggins yet. That is yeah. true. The Baggins has not gone to the botanical Big gardens. Big Daddy B, what's so, up? So she said, "Oh to my God, the botanical Big gardens." Big Daddy B, get out! <laughs> get out! <laughs> or, as the gardens are more commonly known, the Orto Botanico Comunale de Lucha. Very good. Very yep. authentic. So why there? Why haunt I heard the Punani of Lucha Botanical Gardens. Yep. So why haunt gardens that weren't built or planted or anything until 1820? Why? Because they're pretty. Ask. No, because it said that is where she died or also where ghostly energies just sort of... Like uh, chill? Just hang out. Yeah. They Coalesce. said that there was a... It's on the ley lines. It's, it's built on a spot where a lot of plog victims were buried and a lot oh, of, okay. you know, people who were executed were buried. So sure. there's a lot of death. There's probably like an aquifer area. and water has memories. Water does mm -hmm. have memory. Because What's the mineral content of the water? Is there copper for well, astral projection? Yeah, Hold, definitely. please, while I explain. Ooh. So in the middle of the garden sits a big, pretty pond 
filled with all sorts full of, of copper plants. full of copper all everybody's copper, throwing pennies in there the exotic plants are made of copper <laughs> yes in italy they're throwing american pennies, pennies. Yeah. into this fountain just yeah. so they can preserve the ghosts they're growing <laughs> quick day trip over to new york grab some pennies throw it in the water it's easy so behind so behind it sits the walls of the city so the kind of backsplash of this section of the botanical gardens is the old walls of the city. Gotcha. The, that, the shiplap Lucci, of the, the, the shiplap of, the, of wall, the botanical gardens. Which you may recall. Uh, considering that there was a pit of the, knives, I think backsplash is actually a better <laughs> terminology. Yeah. So the backsplash of the gardens is the wall, which you may recall she was trying to race around. Yeah, yeah. She, she was throwing shells yeah. and bananas. Yeah, she was in bananas. So on stormy nights, a fiery coach can be seen racing around oh, the walls of the city. on fire? Why is it on fire? I don't know. Because of the devil, maybe? This carriage on fire. Um, <laughs> and you will hear the screams this and cries carriage on fire. of a woman echoing through the air. The carriage will race around until it careens off of the wall and plunges <laughs> into the pond. And if you look into the pond to investigate, you will see Luchita's face staring <gasps> back at you. Oh, because she liked mirrors. She liked you know mirrors. Why it's, you know why it's on fire? Because there's a hot Italian inside of it. Wow. Oh I thought you were going to say something about her burning loins. Oh, that no, too. No, that was pretty good too. Though. <laughs> He's like, I'm disappointed. I did not think of that. No, I'm going to stick with the hot Italian. Hot Italian. <laughs> so she's that, a flaming hot Cheeto. Like my you said. friend, she's a flaming hot Cheeto. So that, my friends, is the story Fuck. of the haunted botanical gardens in Lucha Underground, Italy. I'm that's that's so cool that it's a haunted garden. That's yeah. badass. Oh, and fun. I didn't talk about it, but, you know, fun kind of fact. But Napoleon Bonaparte's sister designed the park, and <clears throat> it was paid for by Napoleon's second wife. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Fun. Anyway. Yay, that's my story. And now let's talk about this beer. Okay, let's talk about it. So, it's weird, but it's good, but it's weird. It's, I don't love it. Right. The more I drink it, the less I like it. It smells amazing. It so smells it is like a blood it's going to be a blood orange amber. orange amber. You get orange immediately upon Yeah, smelling. but it's like a blood orange. And when I say, you say uh, blood orange amber, and you're like, that's going to be rad. But then there's other weird shit. But then, yeah. So it's supposed to be like an orange. Sickle. Also, their cans are orange with red dots. Yes. And then the text on it is white. white but the white is behind the red, red dots. dots. So it makes it So it very... is like a magic eye to try and read the fucking yes. text on this but goddamn can. It is uh, a tantalizing blend of cocoa nib, vanilla bean, and hand-zested blood, California blood orange right. flavors. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give some notes to the dudes here, okay? Like, I, I don't think the cocoa nibs were necessary. No. No. Because if because when we had it last night, I hadn't had it in uh, in a glass where it actually had a chance to open oh, up, no. and I got primarily blood orange and vanilla, and I yes. actually thought it was quite good. Yes. Yeah. Now the that orange sickleness of it, I don't mind. It's the chocolate. Yeah. yeah I, the, which the chocolate feels like a step beyond. I, I agree with that, and you could have gotten the same amber color, adding just a hint of a chocolate malt to it, yes. which would have added that note. Without being overpowering, right. but dude, yeah, I, hear me. I'm not a brewmaster. I don't know fucking shit, but just try he's it. Also now doing pizza hands. Yeah, I would Bob have hated a malty blood orange amber. Yeah, but this is not malty. No, it's chocolatey. It's yeah. chocolatey, it's, and but it smells very fruity. Yeah, instead of the coconut. And when you burp, it tastes very fruity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I burped solidly chocolate. Oh, I burp orange. Yeah, I burp oranges. I don't know. Like it's it so says, weird because like. Orange, you glad you picked this up? 
it's it does okay. have a great joke on it from the Blues Brothers. It says orange whip, whip orange whip, whip three, three orange whips, whips, which which automatically gives it points in my book. Right. It, I think the thing that bugs me about it is how close it is to being something I think I would really love. Yes. And how it's just kind of a little weird. They tried to get a little too fancy. Yeah. Yeah. A I mean, too I yeah. They, they got a little brewery with, to row with it. Too many yeah. notes. Yeah. Take one note out and that would have been great. Yep. I could have done without the vanilla and the chocolate. Uh, right. But I, I I see where they were going with the vanilla. I know what they were going for. Right. Mm-hmm. But then the chocolate is just, it's, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Too much stuff. Too much. It's too much. It's also, I think it's six and a half. Five and a half. Six and a half. Six, six point five. Looks like I can't fucking I tell because the fucking red fucking dots, dots, dots are on top the of dots, the white. The dots are the worst thing about this beer. Oh yeah, why did stop they put dots. that on top of that? It's very why stop are the dots, dots on top? I think it of is a six. Dots. It's a six five. Six five. I think it's yeah, because the top five. is round. Um, it's it's vi- I don't hate it. It's close to being great. It's okay. It's, it smells amazing. Yeah. Yes. It's okay. I'm yeah. excited for it. Makes me excited to try the rest of what the dudes has because yeah. I feel like they're making bold choices, right? And they're 75 percent of the way there. Are we going to so, be enjoying the the excellent one that I had last night on the show? No. Oh, that's for Bob. And Bob yeah, alone. I got a uh, I got a uh, uh, an IPA uh, from them. I can't remember the name of it. It's, most it's, excellent. Oh, this is called Most Excellent, and it's it's very good. It is it is it indeed most excellent. It is most excellent, and it and it has the fucking phone booth from Bill and Ted's on it. So I'm like I'm super oh. duper into it, and it's delicious. So like the, these guys don't screw around. Like they do make good beer. It's just just yeah. weird. I'm a fan of the dudes in general. I yeah. feel like this is not my favorite that they've done. Yeah. But we are looking forward to the next three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, this yeah. is part of the show where old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Guess Do it. Pick what one. I like. What? Hot Italians. Hot you know Italians. what else I like? Little Flame children that look like punk rock and are made entirely out of KFC they spices. Look like punk rock. And then I also love flaming carriages. And really what it comes down to is what do I like more? Flaming carriages or KFC? And I think I gotta go with the flaming carriage because that's fucking radical as shit. It is pretty radical. Plus she like fucked a bunch of men to death. And yeah. she fucked men to death in a spike pit. So Melissa wins. Woo! See what I mean? Like she should have been nominated for like top person from this city. Everyone should know her name. Absolutely. Yeah, like, for sure. For sure. For sure. Everybody so, fucks to death. Stupid Puccini. Yeah, fuck you Puccini. So thank you for tuning in to the Booze and Brews podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Come back next week. We're going to have some more uh, brews from the dudes. Yup. Yup. more uh, booze. We're going to have that. So yeah, come back. There'll, there'll be, be both of those things. Well, there'll, we'll be, stop, there'll be booze. There'll be brews. And until then, cheers. Ooh. Ooh, that was resonant. <laughs> <laughs>